Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive Minate the negative, latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith, a pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative, where we affirm you, our listening audience with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness challenges and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with your co-host, Monica Renee, of Topics and Issues. Hi, Monica. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Katrina? I'm good, Monica. I'm good. I'm good. Well, uh, Monica, today uh, we're going to be talking about um, understanding the language of money. And Mm -hmm. um, a few episodes ago we talked about the importance of credit and and how to clean up your credit. Um, Mm -hmm. But there is a, a whole... Um, theory um, about money and and how to understand your money and um, and what I you know like for us to do over these next couple of months is just kind of go over um, uh, 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 go through a series of of money management. Um, so today um, the topic is understanding the language of money, and what we're going to do is talk about uh, money terminology. Um, it's important to understand. And so, um, so again, we're going to talk about money terminology. How well do you understand the language of money? What different words mean? What different terms mean? And so, I want to mm-hmm. start off uh, with with values. Um, it's it's important to understand values and and where what your values are and what priority you place on your values. Um, values are beliefs that individuals or groups of people feel strongly about, either for or against something, and these beliefs they guide our behavior. So there are two types of values that I want us to talk about today. The the first set of values are tangible. And tangible values are values that um that you can see. You can see these things with your eye and and um they usually hold some type of importance. And then I want us to talk a little bit a little bit about intangible values. And intangible values are values that you cannot see, but they still hold significance in your life. So, Monica, um, an example of a tangible value would be your your house. You know, most mm-hmm. people um, who live in a house or an apartment, 
you know, where you live at is really important to you. Um, mm-hmm. A car, you know, a transportation is really important. Um, something that you can see with your visible, you know, your visible eye. Um, the clothing that we wear is important to us. And, and we may say, oh, well, you know, my clothing, it's not important to me. But, you know, if somebody were to ask you, well, can I have that outfit or, you know, go through your closet, you know, a lot of times, you you know, some things in there that you don't want to part with, you know, mm-hmm. because it's, it's something that's really, um, you know, really important to you. So can can you give some examples of, of tangible values, um, things that may be important, um, you know, important to us um, that you can you can visibly see? Hmm. Tangible values. Um. I just really think that tangible values will fall under anything that you need to use on like the daily basis, like your hygiene stuff. Um. You know, you need clothes. You have to have food. You have to have water. Stuff like that. Stuff that you have to, you know, live with day to day. Those type of things are tangible to me, not stuff that you necessarily have to have, but just things that you need. Okay, okay, all right. And now intangible values are value things that are important to us, but we cannot see them. And a couple of examples that I'd like to give of intangible values are things like knowledge. You know, you can't see knowledge, but you know it exists. You know, when you, for example, when you take a class and you know more than you, you know, you you leave out of that class experience with more um, insight than you had when you started the class, you know, you you gain knowledge. And it's something that you can't see, but you know it exists. You you know it exists. Um, Faith is another example of an intangible value. Um, something that you can't see, but you know it exists. Um, you know, faith, what you believe in. Um, you know, some people believe in in God. Um, some people believe in in Buddha. You know, different people believe in different different things um, as far as faith is concerned. But um, you know, you you can't see God. You may be able to see or believe that. Um, you know, you see some of the. Um, effects of God, you know, it, the sun rises and the sun sets, um, you know, to, to look at nature. Um, but, but um, you know, intangible value, um, you can't see it, but you, you know it exists. Um, health um, is another example of an intangible value. Um, I can't really see good health, <laughs> but when I'm in, when I'm in good mm-hmm. health, I can feel it. You know, but somebody mm-hmm. can't necessarily somebody can't necessarily look at me, and I can't always necessarily look at somebody and tell they're in good health or they're not. Sometimes I can, but you know, sometimes you can't. But you know how you feel. You know, um, mm-hmm. so those are those are some examples of um, of intangible values. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm kind of I'm kind of putting you on the spot, Monica. But can can you think of any examples of intangible values? Uh, hmm. I 
I think um, me personally, um, besides my faith in God and, you know, the things that I believe in, um, my family, I would say. Okay, but um, what, what do you mean about what? What about your family? Because can can you can you can kind of see like you can see your mom, you can see your dad. So is it something about your family that um, you know? It's the strength that they give to me. It's the knowledge that they give to me. It's the support okay. that they give okay. to me. That type of okay. thing. Okay, so the love maybe that you that you the the love and support that you get from your family, right? Okay, and, mm-hmm. and love is definitely an intangible value. You can't see it, but you know it exists. Mhm. Mhm. That's good. So I think that it's really as we begin to to look at um the 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 topic of money, it's really important to be able to to know what our values are, what's important to us. Um you know, as individuals, um, you know, what what are some things that are important to us? Um, and and also, when we talk about values, I think it's it's important to know: um, Am I do I have congruency? The things that I say are important to me. Am I behaving in that way? So, you know, for mm-hmm. example, if if I say that peace is important to me. I really value peace. Am I always finding myself in chaotic situations? <laughs> you know, right. um, you know, because if that's the the case, then there's there's not congruency. And 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 I'm saying I'm saying one thing, you know, maybe with with my mouth or what I'm thinking, but my behavior may be saying something different. Um, so it's just really important to have congruency and to really have an, you know, begin to think about it, you know, what are our values. Okay, another thing that I wanted to put in there, uh, Katrina, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention um, one of the most important is my happiness. Mm. It's my happiness. Like, I know I say that a lot on the shows, but that is really, really, mm-hmm. really important to me. I like that. And happiness, you can't see it, but you know you know it exists. Right. And and what's interesting about intangible values as I'm beginning to, you know, pay you know, as we're having this conversation, it seems like intangible values have a lot to do with how 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 you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, faith and love and peace and knowledge and you know, happiness. Um, just, just interesting, interesting. And as and uh, to piggyback off of what you just said, an, another thing, Katrina, is um, uh, as we're on the subject of intangible uh, values, and we're mm-hmm. on the subject of money. Uh, some people may not have, you know, a lot of money, but they're so rich, you know, in their souls. Okay. So even though the, the the actual money isn't there, like like you know they would hope it would be, they're mm-hmm. rich in uh, so many other ways. Oh, I like that. I like that, and that means that they may not be putting value on material, but they may be putting exactly. value in other areas. I like that exactly. I mm-hmm. like that, and we're gonna come. You know, not today, but we're gonna come back to that. I, I like that, Monica. 
Um, another um, another um, uh, definition that I'd like for us to talk about is triggers. You know, what is a trigger? A trigger, as it relates to money, is an impulse. It's an impulse that I react to that causes me to spend money that I hadn't planned on spending. So mm-hmm. some examples of, of triggers may be vending machines or, um, you know, shopping or, um, you know, fast food. And and when I teach my budgeting class, when I give this example as I say, I was walking down the street minding my own business, wasn't bothering nobody, left out the house and put $10 in my pocket, and I knew that this $10 needed to last me until the end of the week. And uh, and I'm walking down the street, and I pass by a Kentucky Fried Chicken. And when I passed by the chicken, by, by the Kentucky Fried Chicken, I smelled the food. And when I smelled the food, my stomach said, grumble, grumble, grumble. But my mind said, Katrina, you cannot spend this money because it's all you got. But my stomach was saying, grumble, grumble, crumble. And the next thing I know, my eyes looked at the sign that said, three wings and a biscuit, four ninety nine. dollars And I said to myself, what a deal. I, you know, what a deal. And my stomach kept saying, grumble, grumble, grumble. And before I knew it, I had went in there and I had, you know, I bought me, I had bought, you know, three wings and a biscuit. And since I had broke my $10 bill, I said I might as well buy a pop. You know, but before I knew it, I was, you know, I had spent the money that I needed. And, you know, um, in that example that I gave, that I usually give, you know, um, a trigger, you know, there were a few triggers along the way. Um, A trigger could have been me taking the money out the house. You know, why did I take it if I knew I, I couldn't afford to spend it? Um, you know, a trigger could have been that I should have eaten before I left home or that I should have just walked past the, you know, walked past the fast food restaurant. But, um, you know, the point that I want to make is that often there are there are things that are triggering us to spend money that, you know, we, ha- we don't plan on spending. And, and if we're not um, mindful, if we're not mindful of that, a lot of times we don't know where our money is going. But we know that we okay. start off with one amount of money, and and you know by the time it's over with, you know we don't we're broke and we don't know where our money is gone. Um, okay, I wanted to uh, piggyback mm-hmm. off of what you just said, now, Katrina. As far as um, um, for instance, I want to use um, I actually just started this class, and a teacher actually gave us a list that we had to do an essay on. It's a an economizing list. Um, so let's use your same example. Um, say, for instance, um, you like to snack or, you know, if you're in school or if you're at work, there's a vending machine there. Why mm-hmm. not go to the grocery store and, um, you know, like buy snacks in bulk so that way you'll have them, so that way you don't mm-hmm. spend any money while you're out. Like, mm-hmm. I think something that really helped me, I went to go buy a lunchbox, you know, like, uh, a couple people were laughing at me like, "Oh, you got a lunchbox," but I, I won't. I won't be buying fast food because I take my lunch bag with me and whatever snacks that I want. Um, I went to the um, dollar store, bought me a big thing of water, big uh, 
you know, the cases of water, the little bottle of water. Okay. Okay. Um, So I think a lot of the listeners should look into ways to economize um, because that really helped me. Um, For instance, another way to economize, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, Katrina, but I didn't hear about it either until I actually um, took this class. Um, Another way to economize is, like, if the winter is coming up or the summer is coming up, kind of like shopping for the um, the season so that way you don't have to keep going back and forth for the Yeah, shopping for the Uh season. Okay. So if you're going into winter, uh, once that's approaching, you know, just buy everything that you need for the winter and be done with it. Mm-hmm. As opposed mm-hmm. to, oh, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. You know, because okay. that's money you the the money that you're spending weekly, you could be putting it towards something else or into a savings. Mm. Okay, I like that. And and when it comes to clothes shopping too. Um, another thing that we can do is shop off season. Like right now, a lot of the summer clothes yes. are on sale, and and yes. then in the spring, a lot of the winter clothes go on sale. And and shopping yes. off season for the things that we need, you know, kind of like preparing ahead of time. But yes. that that's a, a very good tip. And you're taking a math class, right, Monica? Is that the math class this that you I am taking a math class, but the uh, essay is being done in the English class. Um, another habit that uh, if if you if you um you know just try different things because I got a habit of thinking that I need to spend money every day, but that's not necessarily true. You know, if my tank is filled, if I have food, um, you know, all the bills are paid. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to spend money, but it's just such a habit that I go out and spend money on something every day. Okay. Okay. So, but it's not necessary. I'm trying to break out of, right, I'm trying to break out of getting things that I don't necessarily need. Great. I like that. And I that like goes that. back to uh, the tangible um, mm-hmm. values and the intangible values. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, another term that I want us to talk about is spending leaks. And spending leaks are often people, places, and things that take a considerable amount of time and or money that I had not budgeted for. Um, So, you know, some examples of of spending leaks could be going to the casinos, you know, because if I don't budget for that expense, I'm spending money, I'm taking money out of other, I'm taking money from other areas to, to do that. Um, partying, you know, a lot of times people do a TGIF where they go out every Friday, every, you know, every Friday, every Saturday. They're going out, they're drinking, they're, you know, buying a new outfit. And and I'm not saying that anything is wrong with it, but I am, I, I'm saying that I'm, I'm asking the question, are you planning for that expense? You know, do you say to yourself, uh, you know, every Friday I'm going to spend, you know, $40, you know, um, you know partying. Um, and, and if the answer is no, you know, that is a spending leak. That's that's money leaving your pocket that you, you know, had not really planned for. Um, a lot of times on the workplace, um, Avon, people selling Avon can be a spending leak. You know, or even Girl Scouts. You know, how many people plan budget to, to buy X amount of dollars in, in Girl Scout cookies? 
you know, most of the time mm-hmm. it's just that time of year and you just say, okay, well, I'm going to spend, you know, I'm going to buy, you know, a box of cookies or two boxes of cookies or, you know, whatever. And and a lot of times it's um it, it's a spending leak. Um, and time, time is money as well. So a lot of times, if, you know, hanging out or, you know, being around people who are taking time away from us when we could be doing other things can be considered a spending leak. You know, people, places, That's or true. things. But you know mm-hmm. what, Katrina? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an older aunt, and uh, mm-hmm. a conversation came up one day, and um, I guess I was supposed to be going out with some friends or something, and I'm like, um... I'm not I'm not going and she was like, Why are you not going? So I'm like, I'm not going because I don't have any money and she was like, Y'all are young people today. She was like, um, back in my day we didn't have to have no money to uh have fun, you know, we all meet up at one person's house, each of each of us would bring something to cook or a dish and we'd just sit around and talk or play cards or something. So you don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to spend money to be social. Mm-hmm. Or I like you that. know, Spend time with your friends. It's stuff like that you that. can do at home. I like that, Monica. I I like mm-hmm. that. Hmm. Being social does not have to take a lot of money. Okay. Or it, it doesn't have to take money at all, really. Okay. You I can like bring that. something from your house. I can bring something from my house. The other friend can bring mm-hmm. something from their house. We all meet up together and put it together. Um, like turn that. on some music, play some cards, mm-hmm. you know. That's being social, that's talking, that's catching up. That's hmm. having a good time. I like that, Monica. That's a great, that's great. It's a great tip. Great. Um, yep, that's great. And I know for me, television had become a spending leak. It had begun taking a lot of time away from me. Um, that I really didn't have to 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 waste, and um, you know I you know a couple of months ago I made a decision to you know just cut my you know cut my TV service off, and honestly I don't really? I don't miss it. Oh yeah, and I don't I don't miss it. I don't miss it, but I'm I'm able to do hmm. other things with more productive things with my time. You know, um, yeah. and that, you know for a lot of people that's pretty drastic, but that it worked for me. You know, it worked for me. So um, another term that I want us to talk about, Monica, is a, is a needs versus wants. A, a need are those things necessary for my day-to-day survival. And I like to say without them, over time, I will die. But mm-hmm. my day-to-day activities will definitely be negatively impacted. And, um, you know, some examples that I like to give of uh, needs are, are, um, you know, food. I need some type of substance in my body or over time, you know, my body will deteriorate and and I will die. Um, Shelter, Mm -hmm. I need some some type of protection from the elements. Here in Cleveland, Ohio, you know, it gets really cold for, you know, six to seven months out of the year. And, you know, we mm-hmm. need some type of some type of protection to protect us from the elements. Some places it's extremely hot and, you know, protection is needed from the elements. 
you know, but some type of shelter um, is, is necessary uh, to protect our bodies from the elements or our bodies will break down. And, and it, you know, over time it will call, it can cause death. And clothing um, is necessary. You know, we, clothing are necessary to protect our bodies from the elements as well. Um, for some people, they need medication. You know, some people who may be diabetic or, you know, may have asthma um, or other conditions, they may need medicine on a regular basis in order for their survival. Um, now, a want are those things that are not I, I necessary. To, you know what, Katrina? Sure, I go actually, ahead, Monica. I just want to say this thought before it leaves me mm-hmm. um, because we're going into the because we're going into the wants. You mm-hmm. said that, uh, you know, as as far as the needs, we do need clothing and stuff. Now, mm-hmm. as far as wants, even though we mm-hmm. need clothes, we don't have to go out and buy a $100 pair of jeans, yes. $200 pair of shoes. Yes. You know, so I want to express that, you know, since you said, like, we do we do need that, but we, you know, we, we, we need it to get by. We don't necessarily have to, you know, spend a whole lot of money on the stuff that we need. Absolutely right, Monica. You're absolutely right because wants are those things that are necessary for my, that are not necessary but they're desirable for my day-to-day comfort. So I need food, but I don't need to eat a steak. You know, I need shelter. Um, You know, I need shelter. You know, I don't don't need to live in a mansion. Or a condo. Or a condo, absolutely. I need clothing, but I don't have to buy a $100 pair of jeans. And when we begin to look at needs versus wants, a lot of times it has, it's going to begin to have to do with what our economics are. Right. I, may want, I may want a steak, but my pocketbook may be saying peanut butter and jelly. Um, I may want, um, you know, I may want... Um, lobster, but my pocketbook may be saying, buy a chicken so that you can bake that chicken and have it for the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, I may want to live in, I, I may want to live, like you said, in a condominium, but my pocketbook, you know, my economics may be saying, Katrina, you need to find an apartment that you can afford. Right. So there is a, a difference between a need versus a want. And I think it's so important for us to understand that um, because we can justify a lot of things that we do by saying, well, I needed to buy, you know, I needed a coat. Well, yeah, you needed a coat, but, you know, you didn't, you know, you say you didn't need to have, you know, you didn't necessarily need to pay $100 for it. And, All right. um, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we need to start um having more money, working on having more money, and less money on looking like we have money. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's important. And, um, you know, the last term that I would like for us to talk about today, Monica, is luxury expenses. Um, a luxury expense are extra expenses that I choose to have, that I choose to purchase. And I look at luxury expenses as being things like cell phones, cable, jewelry, um, cars can be considered luxury expenses. You know, what do you what do you think about that? 
I 100% agree with that um, because um, basically you still have to live day by day. So I never say live outside of your means at all because, I mean, it's all about surviving. You don't have to have the best car, you know. You don't have to have the newest computer, you know, um, because you still have to live day by day, and that stuff can put you so far deep in the hole, trust me, because I'm talking from personal experience. Mm -hmm. Personal Mm -hmm. experience. There's been times that I, I saw something at the store knowing that I didn't have no money. I went to the store and I and I bought it anyway. Now how am mm. I supposed to eat? Okay. All right. So what I think that um is important, um, you know, one of the, the points that we're trying to get across to our listeners is that it's important to understand definitions when you talk about money. Because if you don't right. know if if you don't understand definite you know money money uh the the language of money then there's always going to be somebody there's always going to be somebody telling you how you should spend your money and it's not going to always be for your benefit not going right. to always be and for then your it's benefit it's always going to be stuff it's always going to be stuff that you want that other people have but you have to re- you have to recognize your situation and live by your situation you can't mm. do what the next person may be able to do. The next person may not be able to do what you can do. I like that. Absolutely. Um, so um, what I'd like to do, Monica, is I'd like to challenge our listeners um, to begin to track their spending for the next 30 days. And when I say track your spending, what I mean is for, from from today on, for the next 30 days, whenever you make a purchase, write it down. You know, write it down so that you can begin to see exactly where your money is going Um, because it's almost impossible to start to budget until you can begin to know where your money is going. And, um, you know, that's the um, challenge that I'd like for us to leave our our listeners with. Um, And so our our time has wound down. So um, I'd like to, well, we'd like to thank our listeners for joining us, and we'd like to ask you to uh, please come back next week for another edition of Positively Affirmative, where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources um, in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. And, um, you know, we'd also like to um, challenge you to um, call in with any uh, uh, show topic suggestions that you may have. Um, email us at kjones at prosperitylifecoach.com. Um, any last words, Monica? Thank you guys for joining us, and make sure you tell a friend. Thank you. All right, have a great week, Thank everyone. You guys. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. Don't mess with Mr. In Between.